This week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll talk about... Uh... Are you going to talk about something? Another another digital... Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen now transformed uh, through Froze uh, TV. Uh, we will talk about why uh, very soon. But uh, let's say hi to Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It is going good. Uh, how are you? Uh, good, I guess. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. Mm hmm. Watching lots of TV yesterday because I didn't watch TV all week. Because yeah. I just didn't feel like watching TV. <laughs> I, mm. I watched a movie or something. I watched some YouTube. But like TV shows, I, I don't know what it is. The last two weeks I've been like, don't feel like watching uh, what, separated content for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm right. like, I'll get into like one episode and I'm like, I don't want really to keep watching. Even if, yeah, it's very strange. I think I'm maybe just a little mm. burnt out on TV. Which I guess I can understand. We watch a shit ton of TV. <laughs> We? No. <laughs> Not us. I sat down and watched a movie the other day. I was totally fine. Like, loved it, yeah. enjoyed every minute of it. And, uh, but yeah, the TV shows, something, some, something about it. But I'm sure I'll, you know, mm. it's a phase. I'll snap out of it. Yeah, so, uh, I am, uh, using my, uh, TV as a computer screen because, uh, Someone in this house, and uh, since there's only one person living here, uh, dropped uh, his computer on the floor and shattered the glass of uh, his computer screen. I was very, very happy. I did not swear and uh, curse at all. How did that happen? Was it a, like a trip on the cord situation? Was it I was carrying it? It and... was. It was me carrying it and being stupid. Did it that, slip slip that, out of your hands, yeah. or did you trip, yes. or it just slipped no, out? No, no, it yeah. slipped out of my hands. Yeah. Yeah, I sent you a picture of it. Uh, I, I was super stressed for about uh, 20 minutes, uh, until I found out that uh, uh, if I connected with uh, uh, HDMI uh, cable to my uh, TV, I can use it. My TV as a screen, so yeah, it wasn't the end of the world as I thought it was going to be. I bet it, I don't know if they you have thrift stores in in Norway, right? Thrift stores? Do we? I don't know. Oh. Do you? That's what my, I was asking. Do you have thrift stores in Norway? I would assume like thrift stores are a pretty like uh, sure, but you, but we don't really have electronic uh, uh, thrift stores. So, uh, in Norway, we have this stupid law uh, about electronics, so it's extremely hard to sell secondhand used electronics. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. That sucks. I was going to say, here you could go to Goodwill and just get, like, a cheap-ass monitor from 10 years ago for, like, 15 yeah. bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, I I think Polly wants to come to Norway. Mm -hmm. uh, it sounded like that, yeah. How about Ishi? Oh, this is our co-host. Uh, uh, you should introduce her, maybe. I don't know if anybody even heard that, but uh, uh. yeah, Polly's Polly's a chinchilla. She's hanging out. 
What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Usually she's asleep right now, but uh, I don't know. I have honestly no idea what she's doing. She's just like hanging out, like chewing on something. So hanging out in the street. Uh, that makes me think of uh, Will Smith for some reason. Will Smith? That's random. Mm, yeah, I know. I was thinking, uh, uh, isn't that like the intro of the song to... Uh, I think that's Westfield Step by Step, raised. which I oh. sent you like two weeks ago, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's that. Because you were like, I would need a crappy <laughs> TV show to watch. And I was like, Step oh, watch Step by Step. Because I remember you saying that you never watched it when you were a kid. No, I did never watch that. I was like, uh, I am watching a lot of stupid, weird uh, TV at the moment, uh, mostly because there's nothing fucking on. But uh, this week I've seen a lot of new things. I've seen um, a couple things. There was one or two good things that I'll follow up on, I think, this week, which is nice. Uh. It was one really, really good thing uh, that I hoped that you also liked. I'm assuming that you watched it. And then there was some good things, and then there was a very bad. There was a couple bad things. Bad, yeah, uh, bad reality shows. Yeah, if you want to call them reality know. shows, I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> That's a good taste. Uh, but yeah, uh, as you heard in the intro, we don't really have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, we will talk about uh, Trump uh, getting charged uh, first. I mean, this is the big biggest news uh, of the week, and it's not that big, to be honest, because what else is new? Donald Trump was indicted on felony charges Tuesday for working to overturn the results of the 2020 election in the run-up oh, to the violent riots by his supporters at the U.S. Capitol. Uh, the four... Count indictment is the third criminal case against Trump, providing deeper insight into the dark moment that has already been subject of exhaustive federal investigations. It chronicles a month-long campaign of lies about the election results and says that even when those falsehoods, falsehoods resulted in the chaotic insurrection, Trump sought to exploit the violence by pointing to it as a reason to further delay the counting of votes. Yeah. Uh, I sometimes uh, watch uh, uh, a guy on uh, YouTube that isn't uh, 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 Jacket Man, uh, but is white, white shredding noise man. I will call him that. And uh, he was talking about the new poll. I think I think it was like really formal. I think it was like from NBC or something. And uh, they did a like a poll of uh, Trump standing after this new uh, shot, and it showed that he was neck and neck uh, with uh, Biden. So uh, I read a very interesting article today called like uh, uh, like Americans would rather vote for someone criminal than Biden again. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> no, that, that is sadly true. I think it more has to do with like a, a martyrdom type situation where the Trump supporters already believed that he was being persecuted by the Biden yeah. government. Uh, and now they are actually persecuting him. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, 
they've created, and then not only that, they put the the dates of some of these trials specifically well on uh, in areas right around when very important election things are going to be happening. So his supporters right. view yeah. that they look at it and go, "Well, look at what they're doing." That so they this is actually giving him fodder to like say all yeah. the things and and gain support because people uh, it's kind of like when people. Mm, certain people get kicked off the internet uh, or get mm -hmm. kicked off certain websites and then all of a sudden you hear them talked about more than ever because now they're like a big deal because they got in trouble, right? And that's kind of what's happening right. here. I don't know if it's going to... Like, this is a... You know, we're still early in the election cycle. We have a debate, first pre uh, GOP debate coming up like next m month, right? Or something? Yeah, next month, yeah. Which he, today he said he he's not going to be part of. Trump is not going to be in in the debate, but right. All of this stuff could cycle out of the news quickly and then change. You know the the polling right now it doesn't really matter that much. I guess is my point. As far as this goes, I think it's not doesn't feel as big of a deal. Like you said, this is just you said like what's new kind of thing. Um, yeah. When we covered the first indictment, it was like a major thing. It was like everybody mm -hmm. uh, breaking news. Every news station had it. Every news station, it was wall to wall coverage. Every news YouTuber I saw was covering it five different videos in a day. You know what right. I mean? Where now yeah. it's like there's one video and they're like, and the news people are like, guess what? It's happening again. <laughs> like after yeah. the uh, the first two, it's kind of like. D nothing new happening here but the thing about this one specifically is that it's uh it definitely the biggest charges uh related and related to um overturning the election results which that's like i think that's bigger than some of the other things like with the stormy daniels case it, it wasn't as big of a deal with the documents case it's a big deal but to the american yeah. public they don't see it as profoundly as they do something related to the January 6th stuff, right? So I, I think totally agree. this is a much bigger deal in the in the court of opi uh, uh, public opinion. So I thought about it. It's a little. I, I'm I'm assuming you have heard uh, the expression like wolf, wolf, and the kid that uh, uh, cried wolf. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for people that has not heard that fairy tale, it's just like uh, the kid gets eaten going. by the wolf yeah. because he <laughs> cries too many times, right? Yeah, and it 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 feels like it's a little like reverse effect of that. This Trump thing has is is like every everybody is like sh uh, yelling like injection injection, but nobody fucking cares at them. So. It seems like, and we were talking a little about it when when the first uh, first thing came in as well. It was like I was a little bit surprised that they went with such a minor case, and now this big thing is coming up. I think this is a tremendously much bigger than the first case, and I even remember me saying that when they bring the real allegations, people will be so tired of uh, hearing about the minor allegations that they don't care about the big allegation well i don't even think um, it's just that i think it stems farther back than these things uh starting with the russiagate stuff um mm, that's put into true. all these people's minds like 
This is yeah. a witch hunt. Trump repeated yeah. over and over again, this is a witch hunt. This is a witch hunt. He yeah. put it in people's minds that that was a witch hunt. And then when it turned out to actually be a that, witch that, hunt, that, it was. <laughs> yeah. that gives all these yeah. people justification to look at these actual crimes he committed and go, oh, yeah, it's just yeah. a witch hunt. So, like, yeah. the Democrats shot themselves in the foot with the Russiagate thing. And now Hopefully, he's considered yeah, a martyr. And these people, are, the more you charge him with shit, the more people are yeah. going to support him because they view it the exact opposite way that everybody else, like on the other side, does. Could not agree more. Right. I You're just helping Trump by doing these things, which is yeah. Uh, it's but but in the same in the same way, I I have to say that I was partially correct by. Uh, uh, I think this would be a bigger media case if this was the first case they brought up, uh, and not the third or the fourth. I think Trump. It's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of drowning in the. In the minor yeah, but it, because, you're only yeah. looking at it from the, the from the liberal side. The people on the Republican side view sure. this as an attack on their guy. Yeah. So this is bolstering that base, and that's why you're seeing a jump in the polling. Um, mm. Trump is basically the Hydra. Like each one of yeah, these yeah. times, you've cut off his head. <laughs> he's just gained <laughs> three more heads. One coming out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fucking agree. I could not agree more. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk about something else. Uh, Australia's Prime Minister uh, stands against US on WikiLeaks founders' prosecution. Uh, I fucking love Australia and New Zealand when they come to their government. I sometimes want to move, move there, especially when the, their last Prime Minister from uh, New Zealand was the Prime Minister. She was the best. Well, the new Australian prime minister is also a badass. He's the, he replaced the guy who He's was that badass. horrible uh, right wing guy who yeah. did a just terrible job during the wildfires a number of years ago, and people hated him for Tell that. Me something, yeah, yeah. I think it might even say in here, but Australian prime minister Anthony Albanese said Tuesday his government stands firm against the U.S. over the prosecution of Julian Assange, an Australian citizen who is being extradited from Britain on U.S. espionage charges. Again, he's mm. an Australian charge, an Australian yeah. charged with espionage of the U.S., which doesn't actually make any sense when you consider what espionage means. means. <laughs> you don't have to... You have to remember, Luke, uh, uh, Australia and uh, the U.S. is the same thing, so... Right. You, Australia yeah. is the Commonwealth of the U.S., right? <laughs> oh wait, no, it's not. Is this increasing that whole conspiracy of like the yeah. U.S. is owned by the yeah. British monarchy? Yep. Okay. Uh, it says here the U.S. state U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken pushed back against the proposition during visit Saturday, saying Assange was accused of various criminal, very serious criminal conduct in publishing classified U.S. documents more than a decade ago. Uh, right. It even says here he's, he's in trouble for publishing, publishing the, the documents, right? It doesn't say he stole the doc. They're charging him with <sighs> aiding, uh, hacking. That's the really big charge yeah. that it is. Not that yeah. he's publishing the documents because they, but they are also charging him for that. Uh, on Tuesday, Albany said this has gone on far too long. Enough is enough. Um, 
Blinken told reporters, I understand the concern and views of the Australians. I think it's very important that our friends here understand our concerns about the matter. Uh, Albanese said, we remain firm in our view and our representation to do uh, to the American government will continue to do so. Um, yeah, the, one thing what I've heard is there's discussion is like we're supporting you in all these wars and everything, especially currently there's a discussion of um, manning or basing nuclear submarines off the coast of Australia, U.S. nuclear submarines, uh, increasing mm. the amount in that area, mostly due to Iran and, you know, that part of the world. Um, and the Australians are saying, well, if you want to do that and you're going to, you got to give us something and what they want in return, it, not only this, but some other things, they want them uh, to release, either release Julian Assange or make it, like, in America there's a thing called a spe fair and speedy trial. I would not call this fair or speedy whatsoever. Yeah, how long has it been in jail now? How many years? Well, do we count the time that he was stuck in the embassy? Because I would consider uh, that being yes, in jail, I basically. Would, I would, I would count that. Yes. Um, he was so arrested seven, in eight years. He was arrested in twenty nineteen, and was put in jail. Uh, so that would be four years right there. And I want to say he spent seven years inside. Yeah, seven years inside the Ecuadorian embassy. Yeah, so eleven years. Eleven yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's super speedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super fast and fair because the uh, the FBI spied on his lawyers before and got yes. and used the information that they gained uh, that illegally spying on his lawyers to charge him yep. with yeah that was good fair job. the fair part of the trial <laughs> very very good job yeah no uh, it's uh, it's ludicrous it is uh, that is what it is and I don't mean the rapper I mean it is ludicrous. Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think it's talked a lot about in the U.S. media. Um, obviously, I didn't get this from it any isn't. U.S. media. Yeah. And if anybody, I mean, anybody who is paying attention to this, who was a liberal during the time when Julian Assange was, you know, manning WikiLeaks, running WikiLeaks, mm -hmm. and they saw that the that Biden administration is doing this to him after Trump was the initial person who put him in this situation... Would that affect the voting, like, the polling for Biden? Maybe. I don't know, though. That is a very good question. But you don't have, you have to, you have to remember, the Republicans worked with WikiLeaks. <laughs> you have to remember that, Luke. The Republicans? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, they worked with the WikiLeaks. That is a conspiracy theory that we like. When did they work with WikiLeaks? The Republicans? They didn't. Oh, right, okay. Uh, that's the that's the whole point. I was going to say, like, during the Bush administration, when WikiLeaks was releasing all the information that he's being currently charged with, I'm pretty sure they were against mm -hmm. it. <laughs> I have a sneaking feeling they were. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, something that is also stupid. Uh, Russia accuses Ukraine of striking the same fucking building in Moscow twice. I mean, 
you either do that because you really want to strike that building or you fucking do it because you're stupid. Uh, this is in Kiev. You're just a bad drone operator. Is that what you're thinking happened here? Yes. They they like use that the worst. They use the same controller that they had on that submarine down to the Titanic. <laughs> uh, a skyscraper in Russia's capital, Moscow, has been attacked by a drone for the second time in two days. Yeah. So twice in a row, like basically, several drones were shot down overnight on Monday, uh, but one flew into the same tower at Moskava city complex that was targeted on Sunday. Russian defense ministry blamed Ukraine for the attack. Kiev did not comment on responsibility, but warned Russia that the conflict could soon be moving to its territory. I think that's already happened. Uh, Duh, yeah. It did not address the separate Russian claim that the Ukrainian that Ukrainian sea drones were destroyed while trying to attack a Russian naval ship in the Black Sea. Um, no one was injured in the skyscraper attack. Moscow's mayor said the Tower One building uh, was was destroyed over 150 square mi miles or meters. I can't tell. It just says M. So. Mm. It's not that big a difference. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised nobody got. I'm not. I'm surprised nobody got like injured. I guess in the first blast, yeah. but I understand the second yeah. one because why would anybody be in a building that just the previous day had been right. blown up? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is. There was uh, was some very interesting people. Uh, no, sorry, there were some interesting pictures of people like looking out of this uh, uh, skyscraper in this article you see like people like uh, like looking out of uh, where where it hit yeah here's a interesting if you go down there's a is it all, yeah it's all the way down at the bottom of this article reported drone attacks on russian targets mm -hmm. um and you can see definitely a concentration right on the border in between ukraine yeah. and russia and then another concentration moscow. right over moscow and the only other places yeah. In, in Crimea, um, yeah. Moscow is uh, one of the beauties, of, most beautiful cities I have ever been in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I've never been there except for in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh, yeah, which two. one? What two, three, something like that. I think. Yeah. I think it was two. Well, that was in Moscow. Uh, no, it, I think it was three. Was it, three? it was the was one it where they're on the. The bus no, it is three. with Bam yes. Margera, and they have yes, the weird yes, guy yes, who's yes, like yes, their yes. tour guide. I remember that. Yes, because two, one and two is just in America. That is true. I hated that. Uh, that Tony Hawk Underground. There you go. It wasn't even one Tony of the one, Hawk two, or threes. Yeah. Terrible game. Uh, I like the stories in Underground better than I like the original stories, but the gameplay was worse. Yeah. Yeah. No, the gameplay was impossible. I wonder what Tony Hawk was thinking of. Yeah. Play the remakes. <laughs> I think Tony Hawk was thinking money, 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 money. <laughs> you think he cared when he put out that Tony Hawk ride board that didn't even work for anybody? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's he was a Was that for Wii U? Mm, was it for regular Wii or was it for Play yeah, or PlayStation? I think it was for both. I think it was for regular Wii and you could get it for the PlayStation. Right, because I remember I remember they had one for Wii, for Wii 
So I'm a hundred percent sure of that, but I I don't, I don't really. They had that as an extra thing for for PlayStation. I'm pretty sure they did. They had it for both, yeah. And I don't think it worked mm. for either console. The problem was the sensors on the actual board. Yeah, the sensors functions. were yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at, at us being old and talking about video games. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you think he uh, he's from another planet? Since he's so good at skateboarding. In the early 2000, 2000s, you could say that, comparing him to other skateboarders, yeah. Uh, or even in the 80s, oh, right? Oh, he was he- hidden above fucking everybody yeah. for uh, quite a while. Like, uh, uh, at least in when people like his type of skateboarding, yeah. Right, people don't understand what a tremendous effect Tony Hawk has had. Like, even if you look at stupid sports, uh, and I'm sorry I'm calling it stupid, as snowboarding and things like that, it's, it's uh, like, his uh, involvement with uh, X Games and things like that made it so fucking popular. I know, I hate it. Anyway. At the time, I was a skateboarder, and I was a skateboarder in the mid to late 90s because it was, like, super alternative, super, like, underground... Uh, to, hence the name Tony Hawk Underground. Once he did yeah. the 900, all these basketball kids in my school started riding around right. on skateboards, and I'm like, this is kind of not cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk made skateboarding uncool. That's my analysis. I I, I tend to agree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, maybe uh, came a video UFO, uh, and when they are... Uh, dead, they want to dissect him, uh, but uh, SETI Institute uh, shreds UFO whistleblower claims about alien corpses because they don't have any. Yeah, we talked about the whistleblower last week. Um, the US w- UFO whistleblower who testified last week before Congress that the government had an alien carcass. Uh, according to actual alien hunters, those claims have some ser- serious issues. An editor for MSNBC, an editorial for MSNBC by SETI Institute senior astronomer noted that, rightfully, the military intelligence whistleblowers bold allegations about the Pentagon collecting downed alien spacecraft and bodies have zero corroborating evidence. Yeah, he said that, uh, that is truly extraordinary claim begging for extraordinary evidence. But where is the evidence? Well, one thing is this: there was like a public statement, and then there was a behind the scenes, and so more evidence sure. could have been revealed because he didn't reveal it pu- publicly. But it's it says here: if such compelling evidence existed, the astronomer argued, thousands of scientists would be fighting one another to study it. Uh, that's yeah. a very good point. Um, <laughs> that is a very good point. Shrook, uh, what's his name? The guy's name is. Uh, Seth Shostak, 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 mm-hmm. Shostak mm-hmm. argued that even if the U.S. government or others were suppressing such evidence of ETs, that thousands of satellites orbiting Earth would have some point captured video or photos of them by now. Yeah, that's also also a very good point. Cloaking, de- cloaking devices. Um, yeah, while there is a very good good point. Not every fucking UFO has the same cloaking uh, device. I'm assuming. I don't know. While there could indeed be a conspiracy to cover up the evidence of aliens that for some reason keep visiting the U.S., it's hard to see why 
it would still be going on, he said. Nevertheless, he wrote, the theory is even prevalent in the halls of Congress as evidenced by this week's testimony. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought most of it was very, very, very fun. The testimony? Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't really trust the main whistleblower guy all that much, but... Me neither. Just, he seemed very sketchy. He just seems rehearsed, I think, is a problem. <coughs> which I understand mm -hmm. he wanted to be rehearsed to, you know, go in front of Congress. Uh, but that also makes you f come off disingenuous a little bit. But mm. I don't know. I I don't know anything about this. If, if this guy... What this guy's saying is, we would we would have seen something come in from space and enter our atmosphere, but like you've right. said in the past, bro, what if it came not from the Earth but from like the ocean, alien yeah. ocean beings? Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, we talked about uh, the porn site uh, X uh, last week. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned X video last week, and somebody pointed out that <laughs> Twitter actually already has a video function. So now the yeah. video function that was Twitter video is yeah, X video. X video. It's <laughs> so funny. It is it is one of the most stupid things Elon Musk have ever fucking done. And that's saying a there lot. There was just no thought put into it. It was just a so Absolutely nothing. Uh just Absolutely a, nothing. It was like uh, I feel like doing this right now. Right, it was a last-minute thought or something, and it just like yep. we're just gonna do it and go with it, and not even think yeah, it through. And now, now it's too late because if he goes back now, he will lose face. Like that's that's the that's what he th what he thinks. I was gonna say it's a little late for that. Um, yes, <laughs> because at the Twitter. <laughs> The old Twitter headquarters in San Francisco, Twitter's X mm -hmm. sign has been taken down after neighbors filed 24 hours of complaints. Twitter's new X sign was taken down Monday after the city of San Francisco reprimanded the company for installing a giant flashing sign above its building without any permits. Yeah, I wonder if that is illegal or anything. I, right, like, it's up on the top of a building even, so, like, there's, uh, yeah. you know... It is so a aviation stupid. permits you have to get and things yep. like that. Yep. Uh, a building it, permit. It could be dangerous for for people like driving helicopter that didn't know that the Dex was there and like all of a sudden it's there. Right. It wasn't there it the day be before or something. Super yeah. Fun. Yeah. The building permit super is dangerous. technically required to dismantle the sign too, but the removal was allowed to proceed due to safety right. concerns. The signage was the latest effort in social in the social media's platform of rebranding. The removal comes less than three days after city inspector went to the headquarters on Friday to alert the company of its permit violation. But that includes the weekend, which I assume they weren't going to do anything about it on the weekend. So, Oh, I thought you meant uh, the weekend, the rapper. No, not, no, no. I think he's in hiding because of that TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that and... Oh, TV show. Wow, he's had a lot of L's lately. That and Coachella... <laughs> I yeah, forgot about Coachella because the TV yeah. show was so bad. Oh, <laughs> poor man. Not I don't think so. He he's the one that didn't show up for his gig. Yeah. Yeah. My mom always said. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. This next thing, I uh, I have to say that when I read this, I laughed for approximately fifteen minutes. What? Because you found uh, out where the weekend is hiding. Yes. <laughs> 
This is where he's hiding in China. <laughs> it would be the fucking best place to hide in a Chinese fucking suit. Right, nobody would suspect it. Yeah. No. Oh, mom, look at that cute brown bear. It's not the brown bear. It's the weekend. <laughs> He's training for his next uh, his next gig. Yeah, acting mm -hmm. gig. His next acting gig. Quote, yeah. unquote. Yeah. But yeah, Chinese. <laughs> He's going to be in Cocaine Bear 2. <laughs> He's gonna be the bear. That's the bear. Yeah. <laughs> Which works out well from him for him because of the cocaine. <laughs> oh god. Oh, and there we have a title. Uh, yeah. So Chinese uh, so nice that uh, the weekend uh, is uh, bears uh, dressed. In costume. A zoo in eastern China has denied suggestions that some of its bears could be humans dressed in costume. <laughs> After a video of one standing on its hind legs circulated online, in a state statement published on Sunday, from the perspective of Angela, a Malaysian bear zoo zookeeper, uh, they said, when it comes to bears, the first thing that comes to mind is a huge figure and amazing power, but not all bears are behemoths and danger personified. Uh, we Malaysian bear uh, Malaysian bears are petite and the smallest bears in the world. The video of the sun bear standing on its hind legs had circulated on social media, with people noting that the slender legs and folds of fur made it look like a human was wearing uh, the skin of a bear. Okay. Yeah. Did you see the clip? Uh, yes, I did. Do we want to watch it yeah. again? I kind of want to. Yeah. It's in the um. It's in the thing. So in the article. Yeah. Okay. All right, give me countdown, whatever. In three, two, one, play. Guardian. It's standing so straight up and down, like yeah. very straight it up and down. It looks so fuck. And and also like his ass looks so fucking weird. Well, it looks like if you were you know like had a cheap Halloween costume and it didn't fit yeah. correctly. But yes. what I'm to understand is these bears were, they over time developed loose skin to avoid mm. predators because they could if something bit onto their skin they could rotate their whole body and still be able to turn around like if they were bit from the back they could turn around because their skin is so loose and their head could get around and bite whatever's attacking them mm. if that makes sense because they have the ability to shift their skin they can turn all the way around even though they're being held on from the back so it's like a genetic uh, thing that's happened over, you know, or evolutionary thing, yeah. But but I do understand why why people would uh, think that it is just a human. Well, it looks, you know, the size of a human, like height wise. It's yeah. standing up straight in a way where it looks like normally an animals don't stand up like that. Any kind of animal, let alone a bear. And yeah, it's, the loose yeah. skin. The loose skin makes it look like a costume. If we all of a sudden like here, ooh, I'm blinding by the light. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's going on. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure that's gonna happen. Uh, we're gonna find yes. out in like six months. We're gonna find out this is all real. Mm -hmm. We are very good at predicting things like that. So. Yep. 
listen to us. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, uh, we are actually going from um, one video to another video. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Uh, I mean, uh, the uh, wasn't he like the most sexiest live uh, man alive last year? In the Time magazine, probably. Yeah. 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 He is smoking. He's a smoke hot. show. Yeah. <laughs> I heard something about how, like, uh, I think they said the average age of somebody in Congress is like uh, in the in the low fifties or something like that, which is uh-huh. which is uh-huh. just crazy. Uh, and this shows that uh, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I am assuming since uh, Mitch McConnell is like two hundred, that he drives up that he throws off the average. <laughs> Yeah, the average. Yeah, him in like uh. Isn't he like two hundred and fifty somewhere? He looks like it. Yeah. He reminds me of the ghost of Christmas past. Right after he gets out of Congress, he's gonna get he's getting a TV show though. Uh, Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> the reboot. So that's good for him. <laughs> that actually he would fit in. No joke. Okay, what is he going to talk about? Uh, well, he was on TV uh, during a press event uh, right after a congressional hearing, so let's see what he has to say about that. Okay, let's play that in three, two, one, play. A partisan cooperation and a string of uh, Okay. Continue, maybe? Like someone that has like forgotten to like put. Now people are coming to like pull him off because he, he just is. Okay, okay, Grandpa. Time to get off the stage. Uh, uh. <laughs> this guy's running our government, bro. So that's good. Yeah. One of the se- most well. senior members of government currently, and he can't even complete a sentence. That's good. To be fair, either can't can you precedent? So there uh, well, most there's lots of like I said, there's lots of people in Congress that are like this. Our our government is run by octogenarians who <laughs> we're in the computer age, and these people grew up with like uh, uh, lawn darts. Uh, so yeah. I'm surprised they even got this far, to be honest. Anyway, uh, we don't have uh, Tron uh, tells the truth uh, this week because kids. Uh, so let's go right into the TV round. Okay, so let's see. You watch more TV than I did, well, at least a little bit. So why don't you start with what you saw on TV this week? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> let me talk about a Norwegian television show. Uh, and I can say that. Uh, even though it's American and on Netflix. Uh, let's talk about the animated show Captain Fall. Uh, so this is about Jonathan Fall, one of the most stupid people on Earth, that unwittingly finds himself in a terrible situation where the cartel uses him as uh, the Fall guy uh, in a scheme that is impossible to uh, even fucking explain, but they use this cruise ship for anything to um, 
uh, kill albinos to <laughs> to human trafficking to whatever. Uh, I had a blast with this. Uh, this is made by Jon Iver Halgeker and Jonas Torsen. Uh, I didn't know this was uh, Norwegian until yesterday or the day before that. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it is one of it is extremely funny. It is very very violent and it's very very uh, funny. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. Have you watched it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind of like a bunch of other kind of cartoon shows we've seen, like that were about the government or stuff, whatever. Like yeah. There was a one. Why can I not think of the name with the the father who's like the rich father, uh, and he uh, she's the whatever like lower government employee, but is trying to work her way up. It's, it was like that, not only like mm -hmm. stylistically, but the animation was similar. But I feel like the animation of this show yeah, was okay. diff different than kind of anything else, but at the same mm -hmm. time was a mix of a bunch of other animation styles. Does that make sense? Like, certain yeah. characters, like, individual characters, I'd go, oh, that character's animation kind of looks like this show, and that character's animation kind of looks like this other show. It was, like, strange yeah. mix there's of animation. A big, there's a big difference between the animation of uh, the captain and his quote-unquote girlfriend. Or the parents. The parents look like yeah, something out parents. of yeah. Dexter's lab, and he looks like something so out of... Archer, right? It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like the way they mixed the animation styles. Like all mm -hmm. these different artists were kind of collabing or something. But yeah, no, I am actually going to give this uh, seven point five. I really, really enjoyed it. It was very, very funny, and I laughed all the way through. I cannot remember I had a, that much fun. Uh, fun. Uh, it is with Adam Driver. Uh, Anthony Carrigan, uh, Leslie Ann Brandt, very, very good, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like the mother and the father were based off of actual celebrities. I can't, like, yes. Lisa Renner, <laughs> I think, is what the mom uh -huh. was kind of based off of, and the dad was kind of yeah. based off of, what's his name? I can't, the, the really tan guy. That was kind of yes. funny. Uh, I gave it a seven. I thought it was good. Uh, mm. Definitely one of the better Netflix cartoons that's come out in a little while. Yeah, and it's... Quote-unquote Norwegian. Let's talk about uh, Mother Undercover, I guess. Um, oh my god, I love this. This is a crime documentary-style show. Uh, mm -hmm. It was very low-budget. Lots of, um, what, very. stock footage, lots of talking head yeah. interviews... Like a lot of like recreations that were totally unnecessary. There's one point where she's like, "I called my sister and she called me back," and they do a recreation of them, not yeah. just on the phone. And it's like that you don't need to recreate the phone call of you guys talking. Like, but they didn't have other footage, I guess, to use. I don't know. There were certain mm -hmm. things that I was like, "This is so low budget." The story's interesting, or the stories I should say are interesting, but mm -hmm. the. Uh, the quality of the show is very low. It's about... Um, I, it's an, I agree, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, I should say what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, come on. It's about uh, a bunch... Uh, each episode is about a different mother 
who has to mm. solve a crime, and the crimes usually involve their children. Um, they're not always murder necessarily, but they always involve them having to like track them down using the internet or uh, surveillance or it's like. Uh, women taking the law into their own hand. It's kind of a vigilante mm. show, now that I think about it. <laughs> it it uh, definitely is. Yeah. And one of the things that I liked about it, even though it is very, I agree, very uh, discovery. It felt very discovery. I thought it was even lower uh, than that. I thought it was like, uh, Tuesday morning ABC at uh, 11 o'clock TV show. Yeah. Sure. Uh, even though I think uh, uh, the quality of, of itself is uh, very bad, I did think the, uh, all of the four stories that is in this was so incredibly different. Uh, the first one is very like heroic, the second one is very uh, interesting, the third one is fucking hilarious, mm -hmm. and the third one is, uh, oh, the fourth one is very, very sad. It is very, like, different kind of stories. Like, especially the one I very much enjoyed, the one uh, uh, about the cult one. That was probably my favorite episode. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed what was in it, not maybe how they made it. <laughs> I don't know how you else you would make this, other than, like, um... Uh... Like actually following, following them as it's happening because this right. is all like post it happening, and these women aren't actors or anything, so they can't you. Know, they're not going to train them for months and months to become competent at being to to like Agreed. do a live action re recreation. So yeah, yeah um, it's gotta be like a three point five for me to be honest. Okay, yeah. Now for me, it's uh, definitely a uh, five. I, I very much enjoyed it, like I said. Yeah, I think the first episode, I I only saw two episodes. The first episode was super interesting. The second episode, I kind of, there, I was less the interested in. The second one is in. the worst. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that kind of wasn't great. I, w I didn't feel like I needed to move on from that one. I can understand that. Uh, let's go in to survive the raft, I guess. Because that was the show. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so, how would you explain this? Uh, it is nine candidates. Well, tell them about the seventies thing first, and then you know what I mean. Yeah. What seventies thing? The thing that is based off of the thing from the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, can you tell them about that? Because I don't remember. So there was an experiment done in the 70s by some French per French group, I think it was, where they put a bunch of people on a raft who all had differing opinions, uh, and they wanted to see if they could last a certain amount of time on this raft without uh, getting in some kind of serious argument where they would have to, like, be to you know, torn apart, and it didn't work. And so now they're trying to recreate that, uh, whatever, in 2023. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think one of my biggest, like, oh, whoa, are they going to be there for that short my, my, uh, time was, it's like, it's 21 days, and I was thinking, that is a very, very short time, and I was like, no, it's, it's three weeks, fucking, yeah. it is three weeks on this super small 
raft with nine other people. <laughs> yeah, and that creates a big brother aspect to it, is that they're yeah. all stuck on this raft where they can't leave. But they actually can slightly because they go to the individual islands and, like, get right. like uh, supplies like firewood and, like, mm-hmm. small... Uh, what? What's one thing? Oh, they get snails and uh, mushrooms from one island, things like that. I mean, it is Survivor on the raft. <laughs> because they have challenges and uh, obstacles and things like that. Yeah, I think the thing about it, the worst thing to me that I was super interested in up, up to the very end of the episode, yeah. I don't like the idea of them bringing different people on. Because it gets rid of the concept of the original experiment, right? The original experiment was like, these people have to coexist. But in this version, he said every few days is what he said. So not every episode, but every few days, they bring a crew member on for, it looks sounds like a night or a morning. And then at Mm. the end of the day, probably, they have to decide whether they switch out with one of the old crewmates, with the new crewmate, or not. Mm-hmm. Um, that ruins the experiment because the idea is to coex to learn to coexist, right? So giving them yeah. the out to not have to coexist with somebody, it, it goes against the whole concept of like the experiment. I don't that that yeah. ruined it for me to be honest. Yeah, very much so. Uh, but I I there's only one episode out, and I'm not going to say that the I I was interested enough to like i'm looking forward to the next episode mm-hmm. i don't know if if i'm like going to see anything after that but it is it is interesting enough to at least give it a second chance yeah the first episode already is a double episode it's an hour and a half long yeah. number one yeah. uh so i would say this is like the two episodes but like yeah, it's worth watching because it's got that Big Brother stuff happening in it that yeah. I, you know, and I love mm-hmm. Big Brother, which Big Brother is coming, I think, next week or week after, so I'm super excited. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it has that aspect to it, and so even though they're going to switch people out, which I was excited to re-see this 1970s experiment, I just need to now go, okay, right. well, this is more like Big Brother or Survivor than it is like... Uh, that that experiment, which um, I understand them bringing it up all the time, but once you do th- mm-hmm. this, where you're able to like, literally, I don't know how many other times they're going to do it, but what if, what if at the end there's not a single person from the beginning? Then is it even right. close to the same experiment? No, it's a no. Silly. I, I would say no. Yeah, the characters are super interesting though. So they found people who were like uh, one super. Um, uh, one's a vegan and one's a meat eater. What's some? Uh, mm-hmm. There's a Muslim woman, and I don't know who her counterpart is. They say there's like there's one person on one side and one on the other. And in this first episode, there's the guy who says, "My whole thing is I'm super anti-racist." So does yeah. that mean there's somebody on this raft that is a uh, super that is, racist? Uh, super racist. Yeah, I'm. I th- thought uh, exactly the same. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, what will you? It's it's a hard show to kind of after one episode give a grade to, but I gave it a four. I would go higher than that. I actually, uh, I don't. Let's see, the ending ruined it so much. It probably would have been like a, a seven. So, but I'm gonna give it a five point five. 
Okay, yeah. It felt like they Americanized it with that ending part. Yeah. I agree to that, yeah. I also thought they could, like, I wanted to see them go shopping. I didn't want to see them rush and have 20 minutes to go shopping. I wanted to see them try to plan things out together and stuff like that. I could not agree more, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my turn. Uh, Yes. Let's see. Let's talk about, I guess, how to become a cult leader. You recommended this to Mm -hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. and I was at, you were like, oh, there's a show, how to become a cult leader. And I was like, didn't we watch that show already? And you're like, no, it came out this yeah. week. And I'm like, uh, and, but there was a movie called how to become a tyrant. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, and... it was also, uh, voiced by Peter Dinklage. And I was, and once I started watching this, I was like, oh, this is just a TV show. That's just like that movie. <laughs> uh, but it's very, very funny. I laughed a lot. Uh, I saw two episodes and I'm out, but uh, that's that's different reasons than, than uh, not thinking it was funny. I guess the best way to describe this, or to put a genre on this show, is to call it like a comedy, an educational comedy. Because it's yes. like a historical uh, educational show, but at the same time it's like a parody of a historical show. Right, mm-hmm. so it's telling you all about these cult leaders. The first one's Charlie Manson. Uh, what was the second one? Uh, oh, uh, Jim Jones. Uh, Jim Jones, yeah. Right, and then it goes through a bunch of other ones. I I don't remember all of them. Um, but it it's talking about them in a way where it's like trying to be an instruction manual on how to be a cult leader. Hence the name. Yeah. And so it's using each one. Each episode is a different cult leader, but it's telling you a different aspect of how a cult leader kind of, what's the word for it? The genesis of becoming a cult leader. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how interested I am in, in seeing more though, but I think this is one of those shows where you could watch individual episodes for, uh, the interesting factors of that specific cult leader, right? The first episode I would be interested in, in watching. Um, yeah. And what the last episode I would be interested in watching. Some of the middle ones, mm. maybe not so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it uh, like I said, it didn't really capture me. But I, what I saw, I I very much enjoyed. But it it, it felt a little bit weird. But uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. I can't give it higher than a six though. Oh yeah, I'd give it a five. Um, it's right in the yeah. middle where I think the thing the it it's funny, but the uh the joke wears off pretty quick because it's the same joke. Yes. The whole over all through the whole thing. The joke yeah, is oh we're making problem, yeah. we're we're making fun of history shows, and the you if you're not interested in the individual they're covering, then it gets old. So, uh-huh. t- like I said, just w- if. You're interested in watching this? Just watch the episodes of the cult leaders. You're interested. I don't think you're gonna. It's not like there's a consistent storyline you're gonna miss, right? Yeah. I agree. Other than that, they tease what they're going to talk about next time at the end of the. Yeah. Well, episode. they mix. E- they yeah. they bring each of the cult leaders they talk about in every other episode into each episode. Yeah. So in that way, I don't think you. Like I said, I don't think you miss anything if you just watch individual episodes. I'd give it a. Oh, yeah, a five. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about a show I'm pretty sure that you did not see, uh, because it's a BBC. I only saw one other thing, so, yeah. Oh, 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 okay. 
so we really have talked about the same things. That's a little too bad. Uh, because I've seen a lot more. Uh, I have seen Wolf uh, from the BBC. Uh, hey, do you like conspiracy theories? Yes. Hey, do you like uh, thrillers? Yes. Well, then you should watch this uh, action-filled uh, uh, adaption of uh, uh, Mo Hyder's incredibly good novel uh, that is the same name. Uh, it was fucking amazing. Uh, probably the next best thing I saw this week. I'm going to give it a 7.5. All episodes are out. Uh, BBC, go and check it out if you have uh, the BBC. Uh, I'm going to assume that the last thing that you saw was Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I also saw a show called uh, Naked and Afraid Castaways. This show was a show. Uh, another fucking reality show. Uh, another uh, nine people, <laughs> funny enough, uh, that uh, is abandoned on a remote uh, tropical island. Uh, uh, no maps, no tools, uh, miles from civilization. Uh, if you have seen Naked and Afraid, it's just like that, but uh, with a little hint of Survivor in it. Um it's uh, extremely weird uh, because it's like uh, it, the whole point with Naked and Afraid is they are naked and afraid and then mm -hmm. they meet each other like in the middle. Uh, like having a survivor version of that show doesn't oh, really work. So the yeah. difference of this is that they're on a tropical island. That's why it's called Castaway. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's the. I was like, I don't hear the difference because the one we recently watched, it was like they were in teams, but this is like just mm -hmm. the same, but on an island. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, boring and stupid. I give it a two point five. Don't recommend. But uh, yeah. Naked and afraid. The, the moon. That's what they should do next. <laughs> I think that would be a little bit hard with the lack of, lack of oxygen. Ah, they'll figure it out. There. Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> it's Make so your own oxygen. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're naked and afraid. Well, I would be very much afraid. I mean, I would it, be it, afraid of breathing, so. Yeah, every one of those shows, they talk about how badass they are and they can survive in any environment, so the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Jupiter. Okay, uh, let's talk about Twisted Metal, Luke. Okay. Talk about it. This is a show based on a video game series. <laughs> started in the 90s. They, they're, in the first episode, there's a reference to the original game where he's driving through a so mall. Funny. He's driving yes. through a mall and hits like a kiosk with his car. Yes. And uh, the original PlayStation game lands on the, the windshield. Yep. Um, which was, was a funny. cool call. Not callback, but reference, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> other than that, not a lot of, like... Uh, I mean, other than the characters, not a lot of... Well, I never played the other games. Did you ever play, like, some of the later games? 
I played one of the later games. Uh, me and Luke talked a little about this on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, both me and him played the first one. Uh, very much liked the first one, actually. Very, it was it was a game that you played with your friends and just kind of like Smash. Yeah. Uh, kind of Smash Bros. before Smash Bros. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, I mean, the clown is uh, fucking uh, 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 iconic. Yeah, I think. Do that's... you know who who was the body is uh, uh, body for that? By the way, the actor who mm-hmm. the body Samoa Joe. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they did a good job of casting. I think um, they have some of the I love original Dean Campbell in this characters. She was so fucking fun. It seems like this show, like didn't need to be called Twisted Metal, though. They could have been called anything, really. But it, the basis yeah. of it is that it's a post-apocalyptic world where some towns are... It's Mad Max, basically, right? Yeah, it's Mad Max. Yes. Uh, Neve Campbell, uh, I think she carries this show for me. Uh, not that Anthony Mackie is not good, but uh, seeing Neve Campbell as uh, a badass... Uh, badass uh, mayor for this town. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most fun things I have seen in quite a while. Um, I thought the whole thing was put together well. I think the acting was good. It, it was a yeah, little bit cheesy, but cheesy it. in a fun way. You know? Yeah. Like, the cheese is like video game cheese, where, like, the game itself was actually pretty cheesy. Um, yeah, this is probably the most fun I had since Squid Game. Uh, not that it super uh, duper reminded me of that, but but uh, 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 the concept of of the whole the whole show, the acting of the the whole show, I very much loved the storyline. Very very fun. I uh, saw all ten episodes in one and a half day. Mm-hmm. I just like it uh, evolved myself in it. I thought it felt uh, very much like a movie where you want to watch it all in so. one seating, sitting. Yeah. Like, it felt like yeah. it should have been on the big a screen. Movie. Like, yes. it felt like I should be watching this in a movie theater, which was very yeah. weird. But, yeah, like a long movie that's separated into parts. Oh, wait, that's a TV <laughs> yeah. show. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably give it a eight. Oh, cool. Yeah, then we're not that far away. Uh, I'm 8.5, actually, yeah. I think the Very only much. thing that anybody could say negative about it, which is like, would be hardcore twisted metal fans, which I'm not. Yes. I, I only yeah, played the first either. game, and so yeah. I don't have any frame of reference for if there's like a storyline in the later games or something that is being broken here, or something like that. But as mm-hmm. far as I've heard, even from other people, it that like like that franchise, it's still they still enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, recommend. Recommend. Okay. All right, based uh, on a true story, episode eight. Oh, last episode, look. How do you feel about this? I wish they would have wrapped up a little better, considering we're not probably ever <laughs> going to get another season of this. So Yeah, me too. Uh, but episode eight, the universe, cards finally on the table. Ava and Nathan race against time. Matt prepares to expand the operation. Right, so at the end of last episode, their friend got killed. We were like, uh, oh, is this, um, did he kill her? Did he not kill her? But right away we know that he killed her in the beginning of this episode. Very much so, yeah. (laughs) Uh, because they call him, and they call him, and he says he kills him, 
killed her, and he's yeah. on some kind of Zoom call with uh, a bunch of other serial killers some with other killers, very yeah. silly name like Seattle Strangler. They're all like these goofy the subway killer, wasn't yeah, it? something like yeah. that. And they're all just kind of like uh, kind of goofy uh, serial killer names. That actually, some of them. Oh, that that sounds like something they would actually come up with. The news, I mean. Um, mm-hmm. What else happened in this? Oh, and then <clears throat> they they realized. Oh, well, now that she's dead, we don't. Uh, we can keep making the podcast. Uh, what ha- What happens other than the podcast? Not nothing really. Yeah, until the end when we find out that. Uh, he's dating, or at least sleeping with her little sister, and, mm-hmm. um, they get caught cleaning up the dead woman's blood by her husband. Right. Yeah. So that's the ending. By the, by the dead woman's husband. Most of the middle was them just trying to clean up the body, right? Yep. Again, and, that, and doing a terrible, shitty job. And you and me going, holy fuck, gosh, they are incredibly stupid. Yeah, not only that, uh, well, I mean, you got to give it to them. They, they don't know how to clean up a body. I think that's the whole kind of True. joke of it. But, they, yeah, the way they were doing it didn't even make sense in a TV like show. Having, having, for example, like the trunk of the car... When they had the body in the trunk of the car, in like they a residential neighborhood, open yeah. for the fucking longest time. Like even a, a stupid killer wouldn't be that stupid. Like they had it open for like 15, 20 minutes. I don't even think like, that is why stu- that it, stupid. Like as much as like no, no, nobody who just killed somebody would be that nonchalant about yeah, just, yeah. like the body lying around, right? Yeah, especially in a residential neighborhood. Maybe if they were out in the middle of nowhere, right? But they're oh, like yeah, in this. Would totally buy it. They're in like, the middle the, of like a Los Angeles like yes. uh, sub suburb <laughs> where everybody fucking can see you. <laughs> right. There's it's people so walking their dogs stupid. and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then them going to the um, tennis courts, which clearly would have cameras just all over them where they're going to yeah. bury the body. And also them destroying the court uh, in a way that's like impossible not to see. Not to there, clean up after. Like, how would they clean it all up afterwards? Yeah, exactly. Right. It is so incredibly stupid. I think that's but, the whole thing, though. It's supposed to be that's supposed to be the comedy. Is look how incompetent they are. But it right. It just was dumb. <laughs> that part. There was funny parts of this episode, though. Oh yeah, no, no. It's it's not not a terrible show by any chance. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, what would you go give this episode, and what would you give this whole series? I didn't... This, as a wrap-up, was definitely not a great episode. I agree. I would probably give this all in all, like, the... Or this episode, I guess I'd probably give a six. Mm -hmm. Um, Not a lot happening. The whole show together, it's probably a 7.5. Yeah, I would say 7.5 as well. It's really... Like, the episodes that work... uh, Works very very well. Uh, I am going to deduct it for two uh, bad episodes. This last one and the terrible one. Yeah, that was and incredibly bad. I uh, think so. Maybe seven. 
Oh, seven, yeah. I think yeah. looking back, there, especially after the finale, there's so many loose ends. Like, what happened with the guy she was daydreaming about having sex with? We got no right. resolution to that whatsoever. Um, which, that was like a running thing through the entire show. And it was never even mentioned, in the, like, even brought up in the final episode. So... Well, we have news for you. Uh, what we are doing next week is absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a week off, at least, because, j- just for the yeah the TV round thing. Yeah, uh, because there are absolutely no shows that either me or Luke are interested in covering that comes next week. Uh, so we're going to wait in two weeks, and we're going to do an... MTV show called The Love Experiment. I'm going to assume that that is a dating show. I think it's a reality dating show, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's got some kind of weird twist to it. I'm not really sure. I, I read the thing, yeah, but I we don't will remember. We'll talk about it next week. I don't remember. Yeah. We will talk about it next week, so. But uh, yeah, uh, based on your true story, was good. Check it out. Uh, TV news. Uh, fan, Fran, f- sorry, Fran, Fran <laughs> me can't talk. Fran Drescher predicts six more months of uh, actor strike. That is almost like it fits my fucking prediction. Uh, without a clear idea of when the Writers Guild of America strikes will end, the industry is turning to figures like Fran Drescher and leading at leader of the Actors Union. She says, well, I don't have a crystal ball. She said Tuesday on the Today Show, we have financially prepared ourselves for the next six months, she continued, and we're really in it to win it. Uh, so, yeah, one thing about the union is they have the back financially of all these people when they're on strike. They've been, they saved mm-hmm. up a fund specifically for if this ever happened. And so now they have, like, when the there was that thing that came out about the person who was like, well, we're just going to starve them out, basically. We'll, like, make them homeless. Um, mm. they have a fund to like pay for rent and things if if the actors need it, which is kind of that's good. It helps them. Mm-hmm. It, she says at least through the next six months. I don't know if giving away that detail to the studios is a good idea, but yeah, because now the studios will think, hey, let's not talk to them in like six months. Yeah, let's <laughs> wait for six months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like showing one of your battleships if you're playing battleship. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, WWE, uh, Mr. McMahon was subpoenaed by U.S. law enforcement agents. Uh, so what did he do? It says here, World Wrestling Entertainment said on Wednesday, U.S. Fed, that's today, U.S. federal law enforcement agents executed a search warrant and served a subpoena to executive chairman Vince McMahon, though no charges were brought against him. Uh, WWE, which reported its second quarter results on Wednesday, said McMahon has been on medical leave. Um, he was investigated by the board for agreeing to pay $12 million over the past 16 years to suppress allegations of sexual misconduct, if you remember that. So it could have something to do with that, possibly. Um, but we really don't know what this all is about. We just know they served a search warrant, I'm assuming, on his house. It doesn't say even what, uh, what the search warrant was for, so... Yeah, I'm uh, reading that uh, he addressed it in an company email. Uh, Vince McMahon issued an 
internal statement after com- company's disclosure of the federal grand jury. Uh, no charges, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, oh, he said uh, the thing. Uh, in 2022, WWE formed a special committee to review that. Oh, so it's a, it is about the allegations. Yeah, okay. but... Yeah, I guess maybe... But why would they have a search warrant? That's the thing. I guess to get, like, uh, computers and records of, like, the financials? No. This doesn't look good for him, though. Yeah. Uh, let's hope he doesn't come back from this. That's just it. I, th- I think people are just assuming because that happened recently, so it could be something yeah. else, but this is just happening. We don't... This is, like, mm. ongoing news. So maybe we'll talk about it next week. Well, I'm sure you can read a book about Vince McMahon. You can find uh, books and other audio uh, programs on audibletrial.com uh, slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. Go and check that out. All right, movie round. I guess you should probably start. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, I saw a Netflix movie called Happiness for Beginners with Ellie Camper and uh, Luke Grimes. I saw the uh, preview for this, yeah. It's uh, about a newly divorced uh, woman that uh, like goes on a survival uh, course and uh, dare her ex-husband's best friend or something like that is also an... Of course, guess what? They fall in love. Um, <laughs> that is... Uh, Sounds like a Lifetime less, movie. <laughs> uh, that is more or less... A, yeah, it's uh, it's a rom-com. Uh, it's not that good. It's an adaption of a novel. Uh, because, of course. Uh, I have never read uh, the book... But I will give the movie 2.5, so that's uh, telling you how amazing it was. Uh, I think Ellie Kemper is very cute. I like her. The name is uh, familiar. I can't place it, but... She's from The Office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember her. Yeah. Yeah, the redhead. Uh, Unbreakable was, Kimmy uh, Schmidt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Also that. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a terrible rom com. Uh, it's it's definitely the worst. No, no. Okay, I take that back. It's not the worst Netflix movie I've seen this week because I didn't remember that the other movie that we're going to talk about was a Netflix movie <laughs> that it was so bad. <laughs> Are you talking about the one that I'm going to talk about, Hidden Strike? Yes, I am talking about Hidden Strike, with, because I think I had that after I saw that movie. Oh, I see, yeah, with John Cena and Jackie Chan. And also Jackie Chan. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, mean, I, it's I guess definitely not Chinese propaganda movie. No, never, not at all. No, no, no. This is not created yes. by the Chinese Communist Party at all. Uh, Absolutely and, not. And John Cena has never been known to support uh, the Chinese government, so that would no, no, no. Yeah, couldn't uh, be. Yeah, that's not it. Um, but it is. I mean, there. It is comically bad, though. I'll say that when the French army yes. came in, 
I literally cracked up laughing. They're the most stereotypical. Like, there's so much stereotypical shit in here, though, when you really think about it on oh both God. sides it's of like the Americans so and the Chinese. Like, stereo- like, there's so much just weird. I guess what it's about is there's an oil field that's being run mm-hmm. by the Chinese government, uh, and these bandits are trying to get. Uh, what control of it? Yeah, that's what it seems like. I don't even. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and but then there's the government that's also trying to like stop them from producing oil for some reason. Uh, it's a very confused. Actually, when I think about it, I don't even remember the plot line that well. But that's kind of what happened. <laughs> the whole thing was very confusing. The best. What, whatever do you mean? <laughs> the best part of it was definitely just. The Jackie Chan kung fu fighting scenes, like any everything else around that was garbage, right? Yeah, and the French baguette people. I mean, that's uh, hilarious, but hilariously bad. I thought that you know Jackie Chan was still like the choreography and the fight scenes; those those were really good. I am glad that you can say something positive about this movie because I will not be able to. I don't think I have ever seen a so high budget movie give me so little. <laughs> it, it it sure is a movie. Um, it felt like a really, really propaganda movie. It's trying to be Fast and Furious. It's trying to be Mission Impossible. It's trying to be... uh, Mad Max, again. Mad Max, yes, again. Uh, The explanation... (laughs) So, (laughs) I go to Luke, because in uh, in the first half of this movie, there's this fucking sandstorm. And I go to Luke, and I say, Hey, that is very convenient how this sandstorm all of a sudden was there and Luke goes uh, yeah but I'm sure they just like planned it around them knowing w- when it will be a, sans- a sandstorm and I literally go huh do you think they made the sandstorm or something and Luke goes no not even they are that stupid and like five minutes later <laughs> we find out that they made the fucking sandstorm <laughs> That's literally what happened in this movie. No joke. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, it's fucking hell, this is a bad movie. It surprisingly has weird... Sco- it's got 17% on on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score is actually up at 57%. Uh, yeah. Are all of them Chinese by any chance? And, and the <laughs> IMDb is also at 5.4, which is also rated u- considering users. So... Yeah. Um... Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not good scores, but that's better than I thought it would be, I guess. I, there's a lot of people out there that are just like, mm, action movie, look, shoot them, good. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm going to give this a whooping zero. I gave it a 2.5, is what I gave it. Uh, Luke is way, way too nice. I guess so, yeah. Like I said, the, yeah. I guess a 2 would probably be more more like it. Uh, the ja- the only saving grace were the Jackie Chan kung fu scenes. If you just cut those out and watch those, th- then you'd be entertained. 
Yeah, but you would also just see five minutes of the movie, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, like ten, ten, five to ten minutes of the film. Yeah, just... You know, right, yeah. Just wait for those oh. to like get cut out and put on YouTube, and you're fine. You don't need to see this. Um, yeah. Okay, I saw the machine. Uh, I think this came out, what, a few months ago? Uh, okay. Did you see this yet? Uh, doesn't ring a bell. With Burt Kreischer, the comedian? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, it's about... It's kind of based around a stand-up bit he does, uh, in real life, but it's actually... Okay. The movie's about... It's a, about him getting captured by, uh, some Russian mobsters who hear his stand-up bit about, uh, stealing something from the Russian mob... And so they go and try to find him to get back the thing that he stole and said in the stand-up bit. Uh, it's kind of meta in a way, in that way, but uh, it's an action comedy for sure. I had fun with it. I thought it was going to be really bad. It's got 27% on Rotten Tomatoes, so I went in this hmm. going in with the idea that, oh, I'm about to watch like a really bad movie that maybe I can... like. Uh, laugh at you know what I mean, but I actually had hmm. a decent time with it. It would, the comedy was very low bar comedy, uh, you know, drunken this uh, puke kind of uh, fart humor. You know what I mean? Um, hmm. It's got an eighty seven percent audience score. Okay, twenty seven percent on the tomato meter. It's a little bit long. It's like a full two hour movie, <clears throat> but the action is. Kind of interesting. The comedy's kind of funny. Super in the middle. I guess I give it a a six. Okay. I think it's worth checking out, though. The last movie I saw was Sympathy for the Devil with uh, Nicolas Cage and Joel Kinnaman. Uh, gosh, I wish this movie uh, was better than it was. Um, so... Uh, the whole thing is uh, about this guy that's uh, driving to his wife's um, his wife's uh, giving birth, and when he parks in the cellar of the hospital where his wife is, a man jumps into the back seat. Uh, that is Nicholas Cage. And, uh, like, makes him uh, drive around uh, as a hostage. Uh, this movie was very good until we found out who Nicolas Cage was to Joel Kinnaman. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think that's, like, I think that's, like, 30... 45 minutes around around there. Oh. Uh, that is when we find out. Because I wish we used this whole movie not knowing uh, their relationship. I'm not going to d destroy it. Uh, here. Well, we watched but, the but trailer it's... in the Jeremy round, I remember. So... And yeah, yeah. You can kind of get the whole. If you watch the trailer, you kind of get what's going on. I was assuming the same thing from the trailer is that maybe even at the end you would you'd be left not knowing. Would that's what I was kind of thinking? But okay, right. Yeah, and I and the solution is so fucking atrociously bad and stupid. 
It's just like I I understand what they were going for, but I wish it was a mystery until the like literally the end, because when they tell us, they take away the mystery, and the rest of the movie becomes so incredibly boring and trite. The whole thing is like you thinking, uh, is he this? Is he that? Why is he doing this? Uh, uh, why is uh, what is their connection uh, and things like that? So it's like that is the whole mystery of this movie, uh, and I don't understand why this movie was like, oh, we're going to tell them. Uh, uh, between 30 and 45 minutes and then we are going to ask them to see 45 minutes more of this movie it's like that this should have been either like a short movie or or just like yeah so it fumbles in the th uh, in the last half uh so i will give it a 3.5 actually i was very much disappointed but Nicolas Cage is fucking amazing, and Joel Kinnaman is also really good. So it is all about the script. Uh, the script is terrible. Right, okay. I mean, that's the thing about Nicolas Cage movies, it's always hit or miss. Like, sometimes it's going to be the most amazing movie ever, and sometimes it's going to be this, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Production uh, affected productions that are being affected by the SAG Afro strike and and the writer strike. Obviously, um, mm -hmm. this is an ongoing thing we're covering. But this is a lot of movies that we haven't talked about yet that are being delayed. Uh, the 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 new A twenty four movie Problemista, which was set mm -hmm. to be released August fourth, is being delayed. Uh, Challengers, which was. Uh, a movie coming out September 15th is being delayed till April 22nd. I, what's some of the big ones? Bad Boys 4 is being mm -hmm. delayed. Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Man. Spider-Verse. Craven the Hunter. Uh, yeah. Are being delayed. Un the Untitled Ghostbusters movie is being delayed. Yeah. Uh, White sadly, and what I think is the biggest sad things is Dune Part 2. Because it's it's so it's so so weird because uh, part if people don't know part one was already delayed, and I said like oh <laughs> nothing is going to happen to two because they <laughs> they, they did all everything with two, uh, and because of the corona that was also delayed and now it's fucking delayed again. Yeah, uh, not only that. The new Aquaman movie, let's see, Andor. Yeah, Wicked. Mortal Kombat 2, Deadpool 3, mm. uh, the new Mission Impossible, the new Beetlejuice, Gladiator 2. That should probably just mm. be delayed forever and never come out. Mm. Um, Venom 3, the new interview with a mm. vampire. Yeah, uh, and what is being regarded as Clint Eastwood's final movie, Juror number 2. Yeah. Well, how is Clint Eastwood still making movies? Uh I know. Isn't he busy, busy being racist somewhere? Whatever do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it's... But it's, like I said, it's sad. And there's absolutely nothing we can do about it. It's like the studios are not willing to work with actors. 
And now that the actors has said, hey, we have money for six more months, I think that uh, if I was the executor of uh, uh, Disney, uh, I would not go to the negotiation table in at least seven months. <laughs> now that I know that. Yeah, yeah, like we said. I think the... I read an article that was kind of talking about, like, the people that are affected by this that aren't in the union, like, um, uh, restaurants that don't, that don't get as much business because the actors and, and people aren't there at the studios, uh, you know, mm -hmm. different biz local businesses that now that those people aren't going to their jobs, uh, aren't getting that, that same revenue. Th like, I think those kind of things, uh, are kind of side, um, side problems that need to be sometimes need to be addressed but this is super important uh, there was there's another strike happening there's like the ups strike happening and there's a bunch of strikes happening now after this i think people are getting um you know uh getting inspiration from from these big strikes and they're starting their own mm. it's kind of interesting what's happening in america with unions and stuff well uh to the end, uh, all of a sudden, like uh, uh, Hollywood, be will become this ghost town, and we can go there to the haunted ma mansion. Right? Yeah. The other thing is, this is a Disney movie, right? Uh, yeah. Disney is super. At least for their their president was super anti-strike. I know that. So let's watch the trailer for Haunted Mansion. Ooh. This place isn't as warm as I'd hoped, but I'm going That's to light saying. vanilla candle. And it's going to be <laughs> Every commercial I've seen for this has no like plot, but this one actually looks like it's telling us some plot. This is—I've never seen this version of the trailer, so. Okay. I like the music. I've not seen this trailer. Is this new? No, it was posted five months ago. Yeah, I've never seen, like, I've seen it. This movie has been advertised for months and months on YouTube and on TV. And mm -hmm. I've only seen, like, one or two trailers over and over and over and over again. It looks... This trailer actually makes it look good, but I think that's oh a mistake. I want to see this movie. I don't really care. Looks silly. It does look silly. This trailer makes it look better than any other trailer I've seen so far, for sure. And it had some actors that I really much like it as well. Oh, sure. Well, as I ask you every week, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? A woman and her son enlist a motley crew of so-called spiritual experts to rid their home of supernatural squatters. 6.3 mm -hmm. out of 10 on IMDb, 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, 85% of Google users liked it. Um, yeah, it's got Jared Leto in it. I did not know that. But okay. 
What? That's what it says on Google. <laughs> really? Yeah. We didn't see him once, did we? He plays Phantasma Delia Compleria. I think he's the ghost on the piano. Ah. That okay. had the back to the camera, yeah. Okay. Well, good for him, I guess. <laughs> so, we'll see if that makes it any worse or any better. It looks just like a goofy, fun kind of movie to me. Um, well, every movie that uh, Jared Plato is, is automatically worse because Jared, Jared Leto's in it. There's a good chance he's going to overact, but in this kind of movie, I don't think overacting can... could. It, it's not going to hurt it too much, because everything is going to be goofy and overacted. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think uh, I think the difference between like the tomato score and the audience score is kind of funny, with like forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes and eighty three on the audience score. That is a little weird. Um, we're seeing a lot of that this week, though, because there were two yeah. other movies I mentioned earlier that had like wa- super wide distance. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I went to the IMTB. Uh. An enchanting comeback to Disney classics, a 9 out of 10 from, oh my gosh, Omara Natorogwifowa, 3456326, prepare for your delightful spooky film that pays homage to Disney's golden era, this prepares... Oh, this Halloween-inspired adventure captures the eerie charm of beloved classics like Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town with a fresh and chilling twist. Yeah, I like both Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus. Uh, yeah, it's it, uh, weird to put it. This is a weird time of year to me to put out a Halloween movie, also, but uh, this one says bad Halloween movie, 1 out of 10. Uh, Sadink Sick 1. Oh, Sadistic 1. It looks like the winter. The writers and actor strike will hopefully prevent any more Disney dumpster fires for quite some time i am almost sure an ai could write and produce a computer animated show that is better than this it's boring and predictable and the cgi is like a stale stale weekends leftovers that were left out in the rain after a sunday barbecue okay (laughs) wow uh richard on rotten tomatoes uh, gave it two uh stars and said we found haunted mansion slow and boring the jokes did not work and neither did the uh, the uh, de- oh uh, and neither did the depiction of the Disney ride. The storyline was below standard for a Disney movie. It's sad that the executive working on this movie did not seize an opportunity to make it a great movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh... When I went on the IMDb and was looking around, it was like either eight, nine, or three and below. There was like no middle. There's nobody <laughs> scoring this five, six, seven, uh, four, five, six, seven. So it was like no yeah. middle ground. Everybody either loved it or hated it. It was, yeah. I think that it's one of those movies. I wonder if that's because it's uh, kind of like. I mean, uh, the last Disney ride movie we had was Terrible with The Rock. Uh, oh, the like movies based on rides, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Jungle Book, right? The Jungle Book, yeah. 
no, it wasn't called the Jungle. Jungle Cruise. Okay. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Yeah. 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 That one. I was like, wait, Jungle no. Book. <laughs> yeah. No, I never saw that rock movie, but I heard it was really bad. Um, it, it was. I yeah. think there's a combination of things with the Disney, mm-hmm. just Disney in general. There's like this weird left wing, right wing thing about Disney, number one. And then there's also just Disney adults who just love Disney. And then other yeah. people who are more indifferent to the concept. So, yeah. Okay. Other movie stuff's coming out this week is Talk to Me. What is that about? When a group of friends discovers how to conjure spirits by using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them unleashes a terrifying supernatural force. 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, 90% of Google users liked it. Wow. Directed by Danny and Michael Philippow. Uh, the trailer looks really good for this. They've been hyping this up for a while. It's an A24, so it should be good. Oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, also coming out, the first Slam Dunk. What is that about? The Shuhaku High School Basketball Club faces a match against the Shanao High School at their Inter High. The achievement that each member has earned the past... The past that they carry and the various thoughts collide violently on the court. Okay. Basketball movie. Uh, sounds okay. Japanese. Yes, Japanese. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 8.4 mm. out of 10 on IMDb. 9 out of 10 on IGN. I didn't even know IGN did movies, but then it's got 95% oh, yeah, of Google maybe. users liked it. Is it like maybe it's based on a video game or something? <laughs> maybe, yeah. Because last time I I checked the uh, IDM uh, uh, IBM oh sorry uh, I, IGN kind of yeah. IGN thank you uh, score was the Super Mario brother oh yeah that makes maybe. sense there you go so maybe that's what they uh, sympathy for the devil I've talked a lot about but what was the scores sixty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes sixty percent on Fandango five point seven out of ten on IMDb and sixty one percent of Google users liked it. Really even scores all the way across the board, like upper 50, low 60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the Essential Church, a.k.a. the church that does not exist. Three pastors face the risk of imprisonment and unlimited fines when they reopen their churches during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is a... Oh, my God. <laughs> this is an anti-mask, like, uh, Yay. movie. That's what we need. This is a Karen movie. Eight out of 10 on IMDb, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 100% on Fandango, and 92% of mm. Google users liked it. I can't, I'm guessing that those scores have been uh, swayed a bit, because nobody else has seen no. this movie, other than weird Christians. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's when the pastor goes like, go to the IMDb and give this movie a high score in the name of Jesus. It looks like a movie that could end up on the Razzies, though, if the track record of the Razzies continues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Susie Searches. Say that ten times fast. Susie is an awkward college student with a failing true crime podcast. She seizes on the opportunity to boost... Yeah, we need another true crime podcast movie or TV show. She seizes on the opportunity to boost her popularity by solving the mysterious disappearance of Jesse, a campus heartthrob. With her star on the rise, events soon take a dark turn as she digs out the truth and finds herself in over her head. Sounds generic as hell. 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, 
Four to five on Common Sense Media. It's got, uh, who's this? Kersey Clemens, Alec Wolf, Isaac Cole Powell, and Jim Gaffigan is in it, randomly. Oh, Jim Gaffigan. Mm. Okay. And the last movie that you're going to talk about is The Unknown Country. Is that about Norway? Possibly. A young woman grieving for past losses receives an unexpected invitation, leading her to the... Onto a solitary road trip across the American Midwest. So no, uh, not about no. Norway. Uh, Seven point eight out of ten on IMDb. Eighty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Three point four out of five on Letterboxd. It's got Lily Gladstone, who you would know if you've seen her. So Lily Gladstone. That sounds like a name I. Yeah, like I said, you would know her if you saw her. She's like one of those actresses. Cool. Uh, next week we will talk uh, news of the week, TVs and movies of the week. We will not do any uh, TVR, but we will do another digital uh, review of Meg 2, The Trench. A movie that I am, funny enough, looking very much forward to, because the first Meg movie was ridiculously stupid. And I am assuming that this is ridiculously stupid with even more ridiculous stupid. Yeah, I'm assuming... I never saw the first one, but maybe I should watch what? the first one. You have not seen the first Meg? No, I never watched it. You should. It's you one should of those movies it. that it just never came through, like, a stream... It wasn't one I was going to, like, take my time to find, so it needed to end up on my homepage of one of my streaming <laughs> services for me to have watched it, I think. In front of me. <laughs> yeah, like, recommended by the streaming service, hey, this is a movie you're gonna like, kind of thing. Otherwise, it just, I wouldn't have sought it out. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. kind of funny. Okay, Jeremy Round. You got anything in the Jeremy Round? Yeah, I forgot that I saw a movie this week. Uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah. I saw, uh, I saw the documentary about uh, Logan Paul. Uh, the boxer, uh, the promel, uh, prom, prom, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What is it with my tongue today? The problem child, Jake Paul, it was called. Uh, I thought it was very, very interesting. Funny enough, uh, I did not think I would like it as much as I did. To to be fair, I think. Logan is the one that's in all the controversy right now. Like, they go yeah. back and forth from being, like, so pretty soon it's going to go the other way, and Jake's going to be the one in the controversy, and Logan's going to be uh, hiding out. I don't know, this seems like a weird PR thing more than anything else. Not really, like, a... It is, but yeah. it's also actually a little, like, interesting. I I liked it. And it's not like I'm going to say watch it because I don't think you should but that's mostly because they are fucking assholes uh, I don't think you should support anything that they, that they do so even though I have uh, Netflix I made sure I illegally downloaded it and watched it <laughs> illegally <laughs> because I didn't want to support Logan Right, if there, if it was going to be something that I would think that had any negative thi like coverage of him, but I'm assuming this is all a puff piece, right? Oh, it's a puff piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to watch it then. Yeah. Uh, 
we've been talking about the Reckless Ben saga. I literally just wrote down Re- Reckless Ben saga because we talked about it for like the last three weeks. It seems like yeah. Um, he put out a video, try calling for like a uh, people to get a hold of different podcasts like H three and uh, what else? A couple di- a couple different podcasts to try to get him on to mm-hmm. talk about being censored by YouTube or more being censored by the McCamey Manor, right? That's like, yeah. he thinks, he's pretty sure that they're striking his videos specifically to get them taken down. Oh, uh, definitely, because uh, they were super fucking negative. Uh, I mean, the whole thing is that this doesn't exist. and It's a uh, scam, whole, right? It's a scam, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I mean... The we I haven't seen the second video because it was up. Did you see it while it was up on YouTube? Yeah, I saw it when it was up. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I need to find it. I bet it. I can probably find it on Reddit. I'll just look around on Reddit. Um, yeah. But now the third one just came out just now, so uh, yeah, I just need to find that second one. It's been an interesting saga because he definitely seems to be being attacked by these people who he's doing a what do you call it documentary piece. I don't. Yeah, tell all a tell all exposure, yeah, yeah exposed video, something like that. But I, I do think that yeah, like like I said, I really much uh, enjoy his his things. Uh, we were a little like maybe that he's doing it to get people to patron, but more I hear about this, it seems like that is not the case. Well, considering he put up this third video, but not the second video, maybe he's going to explain that, but that could still drive people to go to his Patreon because they want to see the second video because they missed something, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, and him being like, oh, I want to get on these podcasts, that also could be a way to just get attention because he's on these big podcasts. Not that impossible. And he's known for faking things like these. Like, that's what yeah. he does. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, that was the case. I don't know. That's ju- that's all conjecture. Uh, Leah Rabney is uh, s- uh, suing the Scientology church? I saw something about that. What what, what, what is she suing for? Do you know? Harassment and... Uh... uh, uh uh, what what do you call it when like someone's like uh, saying false things about you? Oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'll think of it in a second. Yeah, defamation. Defamation. Thank you. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, uh, defamation is hard to. I would think stalking would be in there, but I don't know if you can sue for being stalked. So. Uh, yeah, I also think there's like uh, harassment, threats, uh, and uh, psychological like uh, shite. She must have I some mean, kind of have... proof if of defamation if if their lawyer or for lawyers are I going mean, through with it. I mean, uh, they made a fucking website all about her, the Scientology shirt. Oh well, yeah. Then there you yeah. go. <laughs> they they did. It. They must have done it. Uh, something. Let's do something a little funner. Markiplier did did the the new fina- what Friday nights, Five Nights at Freddy's. There we go. Game. Yeah. There's a bunch of people playing that right now. Actually, it looks really good. I spent like he does hour long videos like per day till he finishes it, and I think I mm-hmm. on Saturday, Sunday night, 
I just spent five hours watching Five Nights at Freddy's, which I don't even play that game, but it's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, do I have anything interesting? No. I have, I have not, not watched that much YouTube this week. Uh, or been Have you seen the, the whole Jax Films versus Sniper Wolf drama? Yeah, I saw that he he released a video uh, more or less calling her out for copying uh, everything he did and things like that. It was very interesting. I think uh, it all started like it was a Twitter beef because... YouTube was promoting her as, like, the keynote speaker of VidCon, which happened just, like, a few weeks ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were saying that she... They were, like, touting her as, like, somebody who has all original content, but she is just, like, a React YouTuber, which isn't... There's nothing wrong with being a React YouTuber, but she apparently doesn't credit anybody that she reacts to, um, which mm -hmm. that was what he had a problem with. And uh, it was it's kind of a really petty beef, but at the same time, it's bringing up a lot of not more not necessarily moral, but legal things that could happen if uh, let's say a com if if you're rea like reacting to a whole movie or even parts of a movie like Memeulus, he does those videos where he reacts to like uh, ch the Chipmunks movies, whatever those were called. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. If that company decides, oh, we're going to start copywriting even little tiny clips of stuff because some React YouTuber didn't get permission or didn't, like, credit uh, their stuff, that could start a chain effect of really uh, bad copyright issues on different platforms, if that makes sense. So the, it's, it gets really deep when you really think about it. Uh, but the Sniper Wolf Jack's film thing is just kind of funny. Because he started posting react videos of her reaction videos on another channel, hmm. which is just hilarious. He 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 started watching her videos where she's reacting to something, and he doesn't react to those things. He reacts to her, and then one of the things he does is he points out in the, his videos he gives credits credit to the people who she's reacting to, which is it's all that like, is very much yeah. It's super yeah. meta, but also very funny. Like. He he's taken the gag like really far for sure. Uh, Drew Gooden uh, tested if uh, a Guitar Hero made him a better uh, at actually playing guitar. That was kind of funny. I think I have the same thing he has because I've never been good at Guitar Hero. I've been oh yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm garbage at it. At yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, same here. Uh, I, and I played a bit, like, when it first started coming out, before Rock Band. Once Rock Band came out, I was out. Right. Yeah. Uh, the new Five Nights at Freddy's is called Security Breach, by the way. No, I think that was the previous one. I think the new one's called Ruin? No, it's called Security Breach. Let me look it up. Five. The Security Breach came out a while ago. The the one that Mark Blair playing played was Security Breach. Well, he's played that one also, but a while ago. Yeah, no. Uh, Security Breach Ruin DLC. That's what it's called. Okay, so... Yeah. Uh, but it, they're, uh, they're just calling it Ruin. So... Mm. I guess it's an add-on, but, like, the it's definitely uh, a sequel to Security Breach, the original. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to talk about Death Noodles? Uh, oh, yeah. I 
he came out with a video saying he was going to like make another channel and he was going to get rid of his mm-hmm. channel and he was going to stop posting for a while and then he just kept posting. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. What do you it's... think? I think he's mentally a little unstable at the moment, it seems like. I think he's going through a thing where he got really, really successful for Mm. a small amount of time. He got his 15 minutes of fame or whatever, and he's losing it, and he's trying to figure out how to get it back and realizing that, like, he probably can't. So that was, Mm. like, a last-ditch effort to be like, hey, if I do this, will people go there? And he probably looked at the comments and was like, people don't give a shit about this, so I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and hope hope and pray kind of thing. I don't know. As, lo- I, he, as long as he keeps putting out some of the similar content that he like reports on stuff, then I think some people will keep following him. I don't know. I don't know, though. I mean, how, how big is this uh, new second channel? I didn't... He never like linked to it, did he? Because I, I don't... Oh, yeah, know. he did. Okay, what is it called? It's called Death Noodles New or something. Let me look it up. I think. Um. But yeah, uh, also, uh, uh, Mr. Penguins have been in the news lately. A lot of drama there. Uh, let's see. Def Noodles Clips, Def Noodles Shorts, Def Noodles Show. Uh, I think it's called Def Noodles New or I something. I the psychosomatic... Uh, he's, he doesn't... If it, if there is a new channel, it's not linked in his channel list of... On yeah, his I main... just think it's called, like, new. Def Noodles New. I don't know why he wouldn't link it in his... I don't... I, I get, when I look it up, I get nothing. So let me try filtering... Hmm. Filter, search filter channels. Def noodles. If he did have one, Fro, he deleted it. So. Oh, okay. Unless maybe it's on some other. Uh, where did maybe you see I'll, it? Where did you see it? I can it? find it. Yeah. Give me like two seconds. Okay. <laughs> um, Joe Rogan got in trouble for the talking about January 6th again. Uh, bringing up, like, saying that he thinks that there was, uh, that the FBI or somebody was behind the Capitol riots, apparently. Or at least saying that he thought there were informants in the crowd, which, I don't know, I think is probably, yes, true, but I don't think he needs to be spreading those things. He was talking about Ray Epps, who is the guy who's suing Fox that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, if you remember that. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. He was bringing that guy up and saying he was uh, he was a government informant or something, which is kind of stupid because he's already suing one news station for that, and now you're going to yeah. say it? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if his lawyers uh, get, are in contact already. Uh, yeah, HJHJ had the big news this week. He was pregnant again. Yeah, I always worry about celebrities revealing that stuff pre, like a certain number of months because you know things can happen and that can be sad but they have a they have a specific policy of like we're going to tell our fans everything like no matter what so i mean when she had the miscarriage they talked a lot about it so right but i think a lot of 
you know, some people want to stay more private, especially about those kind of things, because you don't want everybody... I wouldn't want everybody uh, getting on me when that kind of thing's happening, but I think right. everybody it's else, at, everybody's different. Yeah, it's at Def Noodles New, in one word. At, as in the symbol at? Yeah, so, or, or, or well, uh, yeah, well, it's Def, D-E-F Noodles New. And he has 1.7k uh, okay. following him. I don't know why. Why wouldn't he link it on his original channel? Like in the channel, because there's a thing in the ch where you can be like, "This is my my channels." I guess he doesn't want it to to be. Actually, let's look. It does it connect to that channel in the new channel? No. Since no. this channel does not feature any other channels. So his thing is, mm. I guess I don't want it even to be associated with my old channel. But then why call it Def Noodles New? No, I know. Uh, this whole thing doesn't make any sense. But yeah, Island Boys, do you want to talk about that before we go? Or should we leave it? <laughs> uh, you can say one of them came out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good for them. Good for them. But, uh, who who can, why did they come out this week? Well, guess what? They are in love, according to them. Oh, is that what it was? I, did, I just heard he came... I didn't even know which one is which, so I don't know which one came out as gay even, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they came out as lovers after that. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Okay, interesting. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there was... The last thing I had was the Ace Family saga of them trying to oh get on God. kick... And like, Jesus um, yes. trying to scam their fans into like promoting their kicks. Such kick. a fucking scam! Yeah, they're just trying to get a payday, which that's all. They're just such scammers. It's so. It's just so crazy we that they keep doing. We are going to give away it. our car if you, in 24 hours, have done this, 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 and this step. Oh, by the way, no. Actually not. You have to have done all these things that we didn't tell you you needed to have done. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just so crazy that they can scam and scam and scam and never get in trouble for it. It's so crazy. It's so fucking atrociously stupid. Yeah. I feel bad mostly yeah. for their kids who are going to be affected by this someday, one way or another. <sighs> Sad and true. Yeah. Sad and true. Well... I think I'm done with this podcast. I'm done for too. This week. Um, yeah. yeah, it's starting to get hot in this room. I need to turn on an air conditioner. So. Yeah, uh, and I'm too far away to give him a wave, so I can't do that. A palm fronds wave. Yeah. A, a palm, <laughs> palm fronds. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Okay. Um. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Another di another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.